Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Demands details of a report about two sexual assaults by the same students locally. A local school system's plan to recruit and retain mental health professionals. I'm Scott Gelman. How likely is it that the Senate will vote to block D.C.'s new crime sentencing guidelines? On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Yesterday was amazing, and the day is just a blizzard. She's in Michigan, where it was sunny and 50 a few days ago. Now a winter storm is clobbering them. And she's not alone. More than 16 million Americans from California to Maine are under a winter storm warning this weekend. And in parts of the South, they're cleaning up and assessing the damage from severe storms that already hit there. CBS's Jim Crisola reports. Mayor Charles Roberts is coming up with a game plan in hard hit rice in Arkansas. I think assess the damage, put together a plan to start clean up. The small central Arkansas town suffered a crippling ice storm last month. We hadn't recovered from the ice storm yet, and here we are with another disaster. President Biden recently had a skin cancer lesion removed. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy with details. The president's physician describes the cancerous basal cell lesion on the president's chest as small. Dr. Kevin O'Connor says it was removed in full when the president went to Walter Reed on February 16th. It's not clear why the news was withheld from the public for more than two weeks. And the White House is responding to the new anti-drag law in Tennessee. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. These ridiculous policies aren't just unnecessary. Uh, they are dangerous. They are they uh, vilify our fellow Americans. The law restricts public drag shows in the state. A popular candy brand's getting some not-so-sweet Twitter attention. Here's CBS's Mara Rubin. Hashtag Boycott Hershey's is spreading on Twitter over the company's International Women's Day Canadian campaign, which includes trans women on the candy wrappers. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic self. Fee Johnstone, a trans and feminist activist, is included in the campaign. See the woman changing how we see the future. Hershey's response to the boycott hashtag, we value togetherness and recognize the strength created by diversity. The Arkansas House of Representatives passed the Learns Act, which is Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders' education overhaul bill. Hundreds of Little Rock Central High School students walked out of class yesterday in protest of the legislation, which bans classroom instruction on gender identity, sexual orientation, and sexual reproduction before fifth grade, among other things. We want to make it clear that we do not support that. And no matter what happens, we will not stand behind it. And on this March 4th, it is March 4th Day, F-O-R-T-H. You'll sometimes hear it called Do Something Day as well. You are supposed to use today to push towards your goals or just pursue your happiness. March 4th. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 503 on this Saturday, March the 4th. We've got 39 degrees right now in Washington, headed to the lower 50s today.
Good morning, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local stories that we're following for you this hour. A man's been shot to death in the Temple Hills, Marlow Heights area in Prince George's County. Police say it happened about 10 o'clock last night in the 4600 block of Dallas Place. Police were called out on a report of gunshots. They found the man outside. No information yet on exactly what happened or any suspects. Family, friends, and supporters gathered last night to honor Timothy Tyree Johnson, who was shot and killed by police in Fairfax County in Tyson's Corner. Johnson was unarmed. So just as looks like well, right now, the family has not seen the body-worn camera footage. Michelle Leet, president of Fairfax County's NAACP branch, spoke to WTOP after the vigil. There's cameras all around Tyson's Mall. Leet says they want an independent investigation and to see all unedited footage of this incident. They're also calling on the department to establish a foot pursuit policy. During the vigil, Dr. Vernon Walton of First Baptist Church of Vienna. Let's review the policies. Let's see the history of the officers and let's change the culture. And Melissa Johnson, Timothy's mother. We're going to wait to see what happens, but we're watching. And if not now... Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Meanwhile, a D.C.-based think tank will look into recent use of force incidents in Fairfax County. They'll also provide the department with guidance on a foot pursuit policy based on best practices nationwide. Virginia's attorney general is again pushing to have a report detailing the investigation into how Loudoun County public schools handle two sexual assaults be made public. Jason Miares, through a special counsel, has filed for subpoena for its release. The school board voted against releasing the report last month. In a court filing, the special counsel says the report is related to the investigation of former Superintendent Scott Ziegler, who was fired and then cha- rather charged with related crimes. Ziegler was charged with three misdemeanors last year. It's a story you're hearing first here on WTOP. D.C. is planning to use nearly $10 million of grant money to recruit and retain mental health professionals. Many schools throughout the city don't have enough social workers or psychologists. We know that an important component of workplace satisfaction is ensuring staff are equipped to meet the needs of the students they serve. That's why D.C. is investing millions in training programs so school counselors, psychologists, and social workers can remain up to date on best practices. Tia Marie Brumstead is the city's assistant superintendent for health and wellness. Isolation experienced from the pandemic, the ongoing grief and loss experienced by many does have tremendous impacts on our young people's mental health. The grant money will be used for some recruiting initiatives and the city has many openings. As of the end of January, D.C. public schools had 29 social worker vacancies and 36 psychologist openings. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Well, it's looking likely that the U.S. Senate will vote next week to block the district's new cr- Criminals, uh, criminal penalties that were adopted by the D.C. Council. WTLP's Mitchell Miller has the latest from Capitol Hill. The Republican sponsor of the disapproval resolution, Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, has consistently said he thinks enough Democrats will get on board to pass it. I do believe that there's a very good chance that we will have a number of Democrat senators that will want to join this because I think they see the same issues that we do. Several Democrats now say they will back the measure and President Biden won't stand in its way with a veto. Critics of of the new criminal code say it shouldn't lighten penalties for crimes like robbery and carjacking. But many D.C. officials say the GOP bill will undermine home rule and the district's right to self-determination. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, 
WTOB News. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, meanwhile, is reacting to the congressional interference. We never encourage congressional meddling in the affairs of the District of Columbia. Our issues can be dealt with locally. We expected that the Senate would be voting next week. It was shaping up to be a tough vote, as we were hearing and talking to senators about. So I think the president probably got the same message, that there were a lot of Democratic senators who were looking not to join the Republicans in treading on D.C., but to express concern about violent crime across the nation, not just in the district. That's D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser speaking on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, did the markets gain any ground this week? And what you need to know about your money this coming week. It's now 5.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in with Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Kyle. We're taking a look at 66 here on the westbound side as you are leaving the Roosevelt Bridge. That's where you're going to find the accident scene. The crash uh, happened just past the exit for 73. So what uh, the emergency crews did end up doing is uh, shutting down all traffic and diverting everybody onto exit 73. So if you're leaving D.C., headed across the Roosevelt Bridge as we speak, be ready to be detoured. You'll be thrown onto exit 73. Not to worry, you should be able to access 29 from there. Then you can get back onto 66 if you need to. 66 otherwise outside of the Beltway, looking great. No delays towards Manassas. Southbound 95 had that dis, uh, broken down vehicle near Garrisonville Road. I was blocking the right lane. Looking at the camera now, looks like they're picking up those cones. You should have all lanes available to you momentarily. Up in Maryland, northbound 270, very slow after uh, 370. Looks like they've got a work zone out there blocking at least one far lane. Unclear what side of the roadway they're blocking, but the delays are very telling, of course. As you head northbound, be ready to move over. If you're headed northbound on 270, looks like uh, no incidents there. However, uh, looks like Montrose Road is dealing with an accident scene just past 270. Looks like all lanes may be shut down, so follow police direction through that area. Out of the beltway, has got the work zone. Two left lanes are blocked as you make your way past I-95. No real delays here either. Jiffy Lube Service Centers keep you moving. From oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services, visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4. Let's check in with Doug Cameron. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you and really looking at a much better pattern after what was a very cold and rainy Friday. Temperatures on Saturday will rebound nicely back into the mid-50s for most areas. Some locations northwest could stay in the upper 40s, but all in all, a much nicer day. Now, the big deal is going to be the wind. We're still in weather alert as a result of a wind advisory that's in effect for much of the area as winds could gust 40 to 50 miles per hour. So heads up for that on your Saturday. Sunday, much nicer. We'll see rather breezy conditions, but not nearly as windy. High temperatures in the upper 50s to near 60. And Monday looking great. Going for a high temperature of 61. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Temps around Washington this morning, 42 degrees in College Park, 38 degrees in Fairfax, 42 degrees downtown along the National Mall. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 510. Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP. And here is Jeff Claybaugh. A Friday rally snapped a four-week losing streak for the Dow. It finished the week up 1.7%. The S&P 500 index gained just shy of 2% for the week. 
The Nasdaq rallied 2.5% this week. Economic reports next week include factory orders, wholesale trade, consumer credit, and the trade balance. And there are two reports on February jobs. ADP will report on private employer payroll growth. And on Friday, the Labor Department's February jobs report follows an extremely strong one for January. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. All right, Jeff, thanks so much. Coming up on WTOP, an historic local prayer service trying to mend some past wrongs. It's now 5 in Washington. A Friday rally. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic. Hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Osborne Park, St. John's College High School, and Gaithersburg. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. WTOP. Watching the areas you drive most. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP Hair Restoration Treatments Take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 703-763-0118. Results from PAI Medical Virginia PRP treatments are amazing because they have technology and solutions no one else has. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com. Call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. Call 703-763-0118 to find out if PRP or their hair transplant technology can grow your hair back. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Good morning. A quick look at the top stories that we're working for you on WTOP. A boil water advisory is in effect in Charles County. We'll tell you how long that will last. President Biden had a cancerous skin lesion removed recently. It was found during his physical last month. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We'll have more news coming up in just 60 seconds. It's now 514. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds. From 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer 
a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 515. I'm Kyle Cooper. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for being with us today. On the site where Catholicism in America was first organized, those who were ancestors helped build and sustain the church through its rocky beginnings recently gathered for an historic meeting. WTOP's John Doman was there to capture the moment centuries in the making. Here's brothers and sisters in Christ. For the first time, Cardinal Wilton Gregory and other Catholic leaders joined with the Sacred Heart Parish and those whose descendants are buried on the hillside next to the chapel. The service, held on a cold, dreary afternoon, was meant to honor those whose deaths mattered little at the time. We are trying to make sure that their lives are not lost, but more importantly, that their memories are not lost. We want them to hear on that day, those identities were acknowledged by their descendants, who spoke and sometimes shouted the names of their ancestors. West, Jones, say their names, Yorkshire. Before the service, stakeholders gathered together inside the centuries-old chapel, a chance to talk and to listen, and it became clear that there is a lot of work that needs to be done so that the lives and the identity and the dignity of the people who were once in shackles will be held in honor by those of us who remain. You know, they felt very um, compa- passionate towards us. Stephanie White of Upper Marlboro grew up in California and traced her family back to Louisiana. Later, she found out how they got there. I'm a descendant of Isaac Hawkins. His three-year-old son, grandson, Jackson Hawkins, was sent down to Louisiana. And Jackson Hawkins, my my great-grandfather. The military brought her back. Something sort of similar happened with Jeremy Alexander of Fulton. He grew up in Chicago, but also moved here for work. I believe the ancestors have brought us back. You know, it's... It's been amazing. And we will continue to work. As a Catholic, this is important to have this, to have them recognized and honored. Hopefully we commit it to the pledge. Uh, They'll work with us as we uh, continue to make efforts to preserve the site. But Kevin Porter also admitted that within the community of descendants, many different sentiments have been expressed. He says some still harbor doubts that the promises being made now won't be broken later but work to properly account for centuries of neglect will take lots of time and lots of money. It's important that we descendants remain involved, that they continue or try to form some outreach to descendants. I'm glad that our story is being told and that people are finally finding out what what happened. We have to make sure that this never happens again. Because we are, as they've said, on holy ground. In Bowie, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 518. Now to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. 
Thanks so much, Kyle. We'll go ahead and take a look at the northbound side of I-270. As of now, we are seeing those brake lights. As you make your way past 370, you got a work zone there blocking one lane. Now, the delays look a little bit better than even just a few moments ago, so it's possible that the brake lights we're really seeing were mostly because of the setting up of the work crew. Do watch out for this as well. Sounds like an accident scene on Montrose Road just as you come off of 270 headed eastbound. Uh, That's where you're going to find that accident scene just as you drive through some of those neighborhoods there. Be extra careful and cautious. It doesn't look like it's shut down. It just looks like there is definitely a crash soon after 270 on the eastbound side of Montrose Road. Outer Loop of the Bellway's got a work zone headed past Baltimore Avenue, continuing past I-95. You should have two lanes over on the left-hand side completely blocked off, so stay to the right. And again zero delays. Down in Virginia, 66 westbound. Been dealing with this for a little while now. All lanes blocked. Westbound 66 coming from D.C. into Virginia. After the Roosevelt Bridge, you'll find them over on the left-hand side blocking all lanes except for the ramp that takes you on to exit 73. Not to worry. If you take exit 73, you can make your way down towards 29 and back onto 66 from there. Follow police direction. Replace your afternoon coffee with a five-hour energy. It's perfect when you're feeling coffeeed out and your stomach will thank you. Discover 5-Hour Energy. Learn more at 5hourenergy.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4. Let's check in with Ryan Miller. And Kyle, good morning from the uh, Storm Team 4 Weather Center. We are on uh, weather alert here for your Saturday. A very gusty day uh, anticipated across the region with winds picking up out of the north and west anywhere between 20 and 30 miles per hour. And we could have some isolated gusts in the 40 to 50 mile an hour range as well. It's going to be a dry day. All the moisture from earlier is pushing away from the region. We'll see sunshine and mild as well. We'll be close to 60 degrees by the afternoon. Tomorrow, we'll have less wind. That's a good thing. Sunshine back in the sky for your Sunday with temperature. Temperatures near 60 once again, and then close to 60, a tad cooler on Monday, partly sunny. And in fact, we're going to remain partly sunny both Tuesday and Wednesday with highs into the lower 60s each day. 42 in Washington, 37 in Leesburg, and Kyle right now in Rockville, we're 35. All right, Ryan, thanks so much. The forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. A family upset. Y'all killed my nephew. After their loved one was killed by U.S. Marshals. I'm Cheyenne Corrine. 520. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at CertiPro.com. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Your ring, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Way to go, Dave. I know, I love it. He went to Dominion Jewelers where they asked him all the right questions about me and what kind of engagement ring I would like. Then they designed a custom one-of-a-kind ring that was made just for me. I can't wait for my turn. I just hope my boyfriend knows to go to Dominion Jewelers. I'll make sure he will. Dominion Jewelers. We make it beautiful, you make it yours. DominionJewelers.com by appointment only. 
It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. 523, a man was shot and killed by U.S. Marshals in Southeast D.C. earlier this week. Now we are hearing from his family. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. Tiffany Stewart wants to know how and why U.S. Marshals shot and killed her nephew, Alante Scott, Tuesday afternoon in Southeast D.C. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. After he paid the bond on February 14th, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott when he didn't show up for court on February 23rd. He was facing charges for stealing a car in Montgomery County. D.C. police say as marshals went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, and both deputies fired. Y'all killed my nephew. Shine Karen, WTOP News. A series of disturbing events at Montgomery County Schools has students and leaders saying bathrooms are no longer safe. School officials are implementing a three-step plan, immediate, short-term, and long-term, to address a number of issues including drug use, bullying, and anti-Semitic graffiti on the walls. Some parents say their kids are concerned to the point where they refuse to use school bathrooms and wait instead till they get home. Northwood High recently held a fentanyl family forum, raising awareness of the deadly consequences of fentanyl use. School staff are monitoring restrooms more often throughout the school day, between class and during lunch. Security signage is also part of the long-term plan. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. A boil water advisory is in effect in the Spring Valley community in Charles County, Maryland. It was put in place after a water leak this week. The leak has been fixed, but Charles County Public Works Department says the leak caused a loss of water pressure and that could potentially contaminate drinking water. The advisory remains in effect until Sunday. You should bring your water to a rolling boil for one minute and let it cool off before drinking it. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week beginning next week, the week of March 13th, will feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com search player to apply today. Sponsored by Main Street Bank. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Maryland women's hoops advancing on in the Big Ten tournament, knocking out Illinois 73-58. So Maryland advances to the semifinals, will face off against Iowa Saturday at about 5 o'clock from Minneapolis. In the regular season, the Terps and the Hawkeyes split the two games that they played. NHL trade deadline came and went on Friday. Capitals did not make any more moves, but they certainly did make a lot of uh, things happen the last six days as they traded away five veteran players. The New Look Capitals will face off against the San Jose Sharks at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Wizards with a late afternoon game as they have a rare back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. Just beat Toronto the other night and they face the Raptors at 5 o'clock on Saturday at Capital One Arena as the Wizards are inching closer to 500. The Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 on Friday as the pitch clock is getting a lot of uh, 
publicity in spring training. Yeah, they had 17 runs, but the game only took two hours and 24 minutes. Tiger Woods is going to skip the Players' Championship as he's getting a rest ahead of the Masters in April. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, President Biden has